What up, y'all? You're now tuned into another episode of From Dreams to Reality Podcast. I'm Jules, and today you're getting a sickly version of me. Last week you got the sleepy version. This week you're getting the sickly version. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately, I've been under the weather the last few days, and you know, I listen to my body when it says I need to rest. So I've definitely have spent a lot of time resting, reflecting. Uh, my intention was to do that last week. I tried to plan that time into my life, especially around like PMS, because I'm always like low energy, moody as fuck, and don't need to be around people that during that time. So that's usually when I take my time to rest. But last week was like insane and like stress levels high. And so it's probably a combination of all of that, of like the season changing and like cold season and just not really taking care of myself. Uh, yeah, I got smacked. And so, yeah. These last few days have been rough. Uh, uh, Yeah, but I'm better-ish. Symptoms need to, like, be gone, but mentally I'm good, in a good place. And so uh, this week, before I dive into anything, I wanted to share some events coming up in the community. Because you already know there's a lot happening this weekend. So one of them is the Southeast Fall Festival happening at Panorama Park. Uh, last year was popping, y'all, so get that early this year. There'll be a lot going on. Petting Zoom, Pumpkin Patch, live music, food trucks, farmer's market, books, vendors, trunk or treat, candy and more candy, costumes welcome from 11 to 2 this Saturday at Panorama Park. Um, also, Poetry 719 is wrapping up their community-built poetry festival. So Saturday, they will be having a... The Colorado Springs Poetry Slam and Open Mic happening at 7 p.m. at Ultra Flat Black Gallery. And then on Sunday at 4 p.m., the Black Voices Matter Open Mic happening at Lux Daiquiri Lounge. Two really dope venues. And, you know, I'm just excited for my venue to be on that list for Poetry 719 Festival. So, you know, next year, that's that's a thing. Um, I did stop by the shop just a little while ago, man, crazy, because they're starting to paint, so it's starting to really bring it to life, uh, so we're inching our way closer, I'm not ready to announce any dates yet, but just know those will be happening really soon, and I also have some other big announcements happening next week, I don't know that they're announcements, but they're just movement of this work that I want y'all to be a part of. So stay tuned in all of that, okay? Um, so I wanted to share a little bit about my whole entrepreneurial journey. Um, you know, growing up, uh, I wasn't really exposed to too many business owners, entrepreneurial, anything. So I really didn't have it in my mind that I could choose that path like when I thought of business owners I thought of like people in suits talking about profit margins and percentages and equity and whatever like words that I didn't understand and to be honest I still don't fully understand um and I'll get into that in a second but my entrepreneurial journey really started in like 2018 when I started working at Kono, 
um, I started to develop that entrepreneurial spirit, right? Seeing problems as opportunities to capitalize. Um, and I hate thinking about it that way, but like in a sense, it is, you know, addressing a problem in our community and making money off of it, which in some ways I don't love, but it makes sense, y'all. Like it has to work this way. So, um, <clears throat> especially in the society that we live in. Anyways, social impact business, that's what I'm all about. I started to uh, be exposed to like more, having more freedom in like the work field when I started working at Kono, the Council of Neighbors and Organizations, where I was organizing and facilitating a 10-week training for residents of Southeast Colorado Springs. And so during that time, like I got to build up this program, implement it. I had a lot of like freedom as far as how my days would look um I would have to show up to the office here there and everywhere but a lot of times I was more like in the field in the community at coffee shops and you know that's when I started to realize we needed a coffee shop in southeast Colorado Springs and um and so I started to develop these uh I guess skills managing my time and networking and those types of things that you know is necessary for an entrepreneur or business owner and and then in 2019 is when I enrolled in my first ever business class which I still was like yo not a business owner but I've already pitched my idea about coffee shops so I guess I should start learning about how to run a business and so I enrolled in Thrive and let me tell y'all, if y'all are familiar with Thrive in 2023, it is not the same Thrive as 2019. It was totally different. Uh, the program was ran totally different, totally different leadership, like, facilitating it. Um, shout out Taj. He was the instructor and one of the co-founders of Thrive. And he just had so much, like, heart and knowledge about all of this that he poured into us regularly uh, throughout that program back in that time it was like an eight or nine month long program um and the challenge for me is that I always had to be like ahead of where we were at in the class because I was being told build out for the coffee shop was going to start in like the fall of 2019 type of stuff so <clears throat> here I was like scrambling to put together my business plan and my projections and all the little things that I was going to need uh, to get any business loans or anything like that. And so um, so it was hard because I was like ahead of the class, but also trying to be present with the class, which in the beginning of the class, like we heavily focus on mindset and that's where I learned about like this entrepreneurial spirit and I realized oh I totally have that entrepreneurial spirit which again is the seeing problems as opportunities and creative problem solving like just just being a creative in general I think makes you like have that entrepreneurial spirit right um so yeah we had to read the who owns ice house book and business ownership is like so much about mentality and running your own shit being self-employed it's all about mentality um everything else is added perks right so we're just learning a lot about how 
we show up to this space to become an entrepreneur. And, you know, all this to say is like, if you have the drive and like some level of organization and you're able to talk to people, like you can be a business owner, you can be an entrepreneur. I think a lot of times, at least from my perspective back in like 2018, before I really started to see the opportunities out there and like all of that, um, I just had this vision of who business people were and it was just totally different than what I'm realizing business people are now, at least in some fields, right? Because um, at the end of the day, like I don't consider myself a businesswoman. I'm not here to like, I don't know. There's a lot of big words and, and things like that that are thrown around in the business world that I'm just like, <laughs> y'all are just throwing like really fancy words together to sound intelligent is is what I'm taking away from it. And, you know, good for you for being smart enough to use those words. But like in layman's term, like we just need to know, am I making money? Does this make sense? Like, is this actually going to work? Um, and yeah, I think there's just a lot when it comes to, uh, to the, to the field or to like stepping into business realms that can be intimidating, but at the end of the day, like nobody's going to know your business better than you. Nobody's going to know your ideas, your vision, whatever, better than you. And as long as you can sell your vision, like you can do anything and that's what I've been trying to do over these years is, you know, get people on board with my vision and let people, you know, be a part of it even. And in doing that, you know, I'm trying to show people that you can do it too. So, for example, I have been plotting on this idea of having Groundbreakers, uh, a team of youth that help in the opening of the shop. And this is an idea that I've had since 2019. So I went to an internship fair in September and I got three interns from Sierra. I had my groundbreakers, y'all. So I have my team of like 16 year olds that are helping in this process. And I'm just super excited to be able to expose to them. You know, I'm from this community, too, but here's what I'm doing and you can do it, too. And that's really what matters to me. And that's the big part of all of this that I want to keep sharing my story and putting out these podcasts and, you know, showing people that it is easy. I mean, it's not easy. Let's be real. It's far from easy, but it is like tangible. It can happen. Um, You just have to have the drive, the vision and the resources. And I'm hoping that I can be that bridge for y'all to get resources and get connected in those realms um yeah so you know if you're an aspiring entrepreneur if you're somebody that maybe wants to start a business and maybe feels like that's not their realm like I think the world has changed a lot especially since 2020 and so I hope there's not people out there that were like me where they felt like those weren't spaces that you could occupy it totally is, and it totally needs to have more of us, more diversity, more people of all 
races, ethnicities, genders, whatever, you know? So, uh, yeah. Shout out you if you're an aspiring entrepreneur. Let's get it.